Hello YouTube, Sam Ridgway here with LiveLikeAViking.com, owner of Viking Alternative Medicine. About eight months ago, I had this crazy concept where I said, you know, I want to do a documentary and I want that documentary to remove the stigma from the hormone replacement therapy industry. And I know the aspirations are high, but I kind of wanted to do the same thing for HRT that Pumping Iron did for the bodybuilding community. And what that was basically in a nutshell was education and awareness. So anyway, I get this email one day from this guy, Chris Brock. And at the bottom of the email in the signature line, it says filmmaker. And I'm like, I need a filmmaker. So I call Chris, we have a long conversation. Now this guy's booked like all year round. Like I don't even think you can book him anytime in 2020. I don't even know if you can book him into 2021. That's how busy this guy is. But he believed in the cause so much that he said, I'll mark out a week of my life in February to come out and shoot this documentary. Whenever I would see the segments on the MacBook Pro that he had taken, I'm like, that's absolutely amazing. Chris, why can't my shots look like that? He said they can. Uh, here's something about Kelvin, something about F-stops. My eyes glaze over. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to press the record button. Whatever happens, happens. These aren't even necessarily the segments that are going to be in the final version of the full release of the documentary. I just kind of wanted to show you the quality of Chris's work, um, where we were going. We had medical advice. We had interviews with other people. Uh, we had myself. We had my wife. Uh, there's stuff that still needs to be done. So we're still going to film another couple. So the documentary is not finished. So this isn't like the edited version or anything. I just want to give you a, a preview into what you can expect. So without further ado, let's take a look. This documentary transcends my own personal experience. I'm merely one example of a countless number of success stories, most of which you've probably never heard of. This isn't a topic people talk about. It's not a topic that's socially acceptable. In fact, the argument could be made that it's been purposely and methodically vilified. It's not even a topic most people understand, but the problem is just as real as the solution. So if you're over the age of 40 and dealing with issues like fatigue, weight gain, decreased libido, sexual dysfunction, loss of muscle mass, reduced mental clarity, mild depression, this may very well be the most important documentary you'll ever see. I want you to know there is hope, there is a cure, and I'm living proof that you can change the entire trajectory of the rest of your life. Because getting old is inevitable, but feeling old is a choice. The story with me, probably eight, nine months ago, our life was so crazy. We're searching for a new house, our daughter's finishing her, her senior season, um, as a softball pitcher, we're traveling all over, we're deadlines with house and closings. And I thought that I was so overwhelmed with how busy we were. We close, she, you know, we're traveling, she finishes her season. And I always kept thinking that if we can get, if I can just get through her surgery, if I can get through the contractors, then I can rest and I'm going to feel better. And this is why. And then all of that happened. And I was so miserable, it was, it was insane. And then I'm questioning, okay, I have absolutely no reason to feel this way, why am I feeling this way? And I have no motivation to get up, I don't wanna do anything. I literally had the worst summer of my life. Because I think there are certain women, like with the menopause thing, where you take them out of those hot flashes and the other things that actually keep them from 
sleeping or living life or I mean it actually is detrimental to to their daily tasks the way that they feel when their hormones are out of balance absolutely and not just their daily tasks and being able to get through the day but their overall health their ability to maintain a safe and healthy weight and uh, just their overall enjoyment of life I mean it's it's really a dramatic change and many of the hormones are, are really the same hormones some of them are different but many of them are the same that the, the the difference between men and women is that their levels of hormones are different but what the hormones do in their function is uh, is very very similar it's no surprise that women are a little bit more complicated than men and that's okay but they, they still need to have a, an appropriate balance you know in the signaling pathways and hormones in their body and there are many things in women that that can rock their hormones more than just menopause um, that that happens typically uh, in in most cases later on in their 40s early 50s you know that's when that change starts to happen and in men you know we, we talked about male hormones declining um, we call that andropause um, but in women, there are many things that can present um, with a change in your hormones. Just, just with women, just in their monthly cycle, their hormones drastically change, you know, um, greater than men's hormones change in their entire life, just in that one month. So that's changing. Anytime um, a, a woman has a baby, their hormones are really changing from up and down and all over the place. The same type of things with stress, uh, change in your environment, drastic changes in your weight, metabolic changes, um, illnesses, being in the hospital, you know, getting anesthesia, there's injuries, there's a lot of things that can really rock your hormones significantly and can kick them off kilter to the point where they just persist out of balance. From my own personal experience, I'm 52 years old. Two years ago, I was almost 400 pounds. I was pre-diabetic, I had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and I was probably on the verge of other health-related issues I wasn't even aware of. I had broken my left ankle a year before and many days it hurt to just walk. I had this pain in my elbow that practically prevented me from lifting anything of substance with my left hand. My back would go out at least once every three months and when it did, I'd go to the doctor for my usual prescription of Flexeril and Hydrocodone. I'd lay in bed anywhere from a few days to an entire week waiting for the day where I could fully stand upright. Sexually, it wasn't that things didn't work at all, they just didn't work like they used to. Unfortunately, this had become my new normal. And I just accepted it because I thought I had to. As you can imagine, my self-confidence was at an all-time low. My body hurt, I had no motivation, and I saw the remainder of my life consisting of merely surviving instead of truly living. And then the gynecologist says, well, that's just part of it. This can be as short as a couple of years. It can be seven years. And I, there was no way. I couldn't sleep. I had no motivation to get up. I didn't want to do anything. I, we had a trip to Greece planned that I didn't even care. I didn't even want to go. Sam's saying, we got to plan this. And I wasn't, ex I mean, I wanted to go, but I had no motivation to do anything. I, it's like, eh. We can do that later, which was so not me. It got to the point where the no sleep, I think was my biggest problem. I was so exhausted and I couldn't, you know, it's, it's 7.30, 8 o'clock, I'm looking at the clock, it's like, oh gosh, 
finally it's time we, I, I, we can go to bed. And it's eight o'clock at night and I'm excited to go to bed, but in the back of my mind I'm thinking, okay, here we go, this is a marathon. I, how many times am I gonna wake up? You know, you go to sleep, I'm exhausted, I fall asleep two hours later, I wake up, covers are off, sweating, up for two hours, playing on my phone, just, you wake up exhausted because you didn't sleep, and it was, I was absolutely miserable. Seeing Sam go through his journey and what he did to feel better, you know, I finally just said, you know what, I can't, you know, I'll try anything. Just, just do whatever I need to do. I, I can't do this anymore. So I went and I got labs and I sent them in and the rest is, the rest is history. So the reason that I went on uh, HRT years prior to that, when I say years, a couple years prior to that, I was taking anabolics. And the reason I was doing it is because I was still playing hockey and I got injured. Both my knees had been torn up pretty bad and I got injured. And the only way that I could maintain my position on the team is if I got back playing. You know, I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to do these anabolics anymore because I know how hard they are on your body. When I heard about the HRT stuff, I thought, you know what? It can't hurt, you know, but I've got to find something because I'd also gotten to the point in the gym where all of the work I was doing was really for naught because when, when I got labs back from taking the HRT stuff, it showed me that my hormones and everything were completely out of whack and I was basically fighting a losing battle. The first step to remove the stigma from hormone replacement therapy is to explain the difference between HRT and the use of steroids. Because when the average person hears the word testosterone, they immediately associate that with huge bodybuilders, professional football players, actors getting ready for a role in a movie. They associate it with abuse. They associated it with doses of testosterone that are far outside of what anybody in their right mind would consider as being healthy. HRT, on the other hand, is the process of returning your hormone levels back to where they were when you were young. It's nothing that your body hasn't seen before. It's healthy. So if I had to summarize the difference between HRT and steroids in one word, it would be moderation. And the difference between the two is significant. Analogous to the difference between having a glass of wine with dinner and finishing an entire fifth of Jack Daniels before noon. Both can be called drinking, but one is unquestionably destructive. My estrogen was a little low, but not enough to be creating the issues that needed supplementation there. But my testosterone was in the tank. Everything was uneven. So I started a protocol and I, within two weeks, I could sleep. It was, I, I will never forget the very first morning I woke up after I went to bed and slept all night through. It, it was, I was on cloud nine all day long. It was, it, I couldn't wait to go to bed to see if it would happen again. I, I can't explain the difference in my life. The energy that I have now, the just being able to sleep is incredible. You feel better. You, you're, you, you wake up, you're rested, you're ready for the day, and it's, it's, it's a life changer, absolutely. I, I don't know what, how else to describe it. So for men, why is it so important to make sure your testosterone levels and HGH levels are at the top of the physiological spectrum? Because a man produces roughly half of the testosterone in his 40s 
as he did when he was in his late teens. And for a man, testosterone is his happy hormone. As I mentioned before, testosterone is used to build lean muscle. It promotes mental focus, controls libido and sexual function, increases energy levels and motivation. It optimizes the metabolism. Therefore, it doesn't take a PhD to realize if you have half of the happy hormone today, as you did 20 or 30 years ago, you're going to be far less happy. Human growth hormone affects every aspect of the body. It helps with the repair of cells, allows your body to fix itself efficiently. It improves your immune system, maintains the elasticity in your skin. And it also optimizes the way your body uses food and stores fat. Both men and women produce a fraction of the amount of HGH by the time they reach 50 as they did when they were in their 20s. Your body simply can't maintain itself properly if it doesn't have the necessary resources. So fix it. One of the interesting things about women is that they spend so much money on makeup, skin creams, and all other types of solutions designed to cover up the signs of aging. But what isn't done effectively is doing something to prevent or postpone these things from happening in the first place. Obviously, you're going to age. There's no getting around that. But why wouldn't you want to slow that process down or even reverse it? Now, while it's usually men and women over the age of 40 that exhibit signs of a hormone imbalance, there are plenty of instances where this shows up in 20 and 30 year olds. Younger men that have multiple symptoms of low testosterone, women after they've had children. A hormone imbalance can happen to anybody at any age. In fact, if a woman has had a child or two and suddenly finds losing weight to be ridiculously difficult, she should have her hormones checked. She could be estrogen dominant and something as simple as a low dose of testosterone could make a world of difference. So I hope you liked what you saw. A lot of time, dedication, effort, everything went into doing that. My furniture and my entire house was all over the place. It was absolutely crazy that Chris could create these kind of things in my environment, a place I see every day, but now it was turned into like uh, some sort of like movie stage. I don't know why it was mind blowing, but it was. So all I want you to do is always remember, you are never too old to live like a Viking. Until next time, peace out. Thank <laughs> you.